day, good night, CFR Network, CFR Sports. Welcome back to the lab. Special guest, returning guest, Mike the Truth Jackson. What it do, sibling? What's happening? Oh, man, you got me on a great day because today is June 9th and it's Mike the Truth Day here in Missouri City, Texas. Uh, so it's a special day for your boy, but I, I'm doing great. Yourself? Definite, man. Listen, sun is shine, you know, yeah. it's Gemini season. So, you know, <laughs> can't complain, man. Can't complain at all. I like to hear that. That's what I like to hear. Definite, man. Definite. So this it's it's been it's been a it's been what two years? I think this is the last time we spoke. Yeah, roughly, roughly. Yeah, so a lot. Well, um, with this zombie apocalypse, like the days <laughs> and everything is just molding into one. So let's start yeah. there. Let's start there. Let's recap. So what's been happening in your world post or, or pre lockdown and zombie apocalypse? Man, we, we've been just trying to get everything, just life, you know, we're, we're continuing to grow with the brand, the, the Mike the Truth Entertainment brand. Uh, we, we jumped out, we, we're starting an apparel line called Shits and Giggles. Um, our premier brand on that is going to be my Snow Roach line. Obviously, that has some, some significant meaning, but uh, <laughs> I, I've been dealing with that. I, I've been kind of dealing with some nagging injuries. Um, you know, because for me, you know, I, I want to get back in the cage and, and, and get back to fighting as well. Because yeah. now, not I'm not trying to fight all the time, I like everybody else, but I just enjoy fighting. You know, it, it's something that I have a passion for. Obviously, uh, my life is encompassed by you know combat sports at the moment, mm -hmm. uh, or, or probably forever. I, I don't think I, I don't see myself really jumping out of the industry. Mm -hmm. I think I'm, I'm here to stay. Uh, but it's really about growth. That's what this entire time has been like since since we last spoke and then add in a, a, a pandemic um, yeah. as well. Um, it, it's all of everything since that since our last time we spoke has been about growing both, you know, myself as a person, mm -hmm. uh, as well as the brand, you know, because you know, I am a business yes. and, uh, you know, we have to we have to make sure we're doing the right thing in the world and, and surviving. Most definitely. So clearly, from 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 what you've said, then you've been utilizing the time as as best as possible to uh, to mold and create a Man. better self and look yeah. for another opportunities, revenue streams, and all those things. There, a hundred percent. Man, it, it's just been it, it's been an enlightening period for me. Uh, I like I said, been able to grow on, on that side, but then like mentally and 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 as um as someone who. I feel has an influence and impacts other people around the world. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I have to continue to evolve and grow with the times. And, and that's what it's been about. And I feel uh, I'm, at, I'm at my most optimal right now. Most definitely. I mean, it's, it's a, a strange, tumultuous time we're in at the moment where certain situations are being highlighted in regards to the, you know, the, the, the murdering of, of original, you know, people in, a, in the wilderness of North America and other issues surrounding that. But right. it seems to be, in my humble opinion, it seems that there's some maniacal, nefarious group of people are kind of hijacking this whole kind of thing and creating this woke kind of thing where like every, every single thing is being challenged and, and turned on its head. Where it's like, whoa, you know, let, let, let's do, let's take baby steps. Let's, well, let's... No, no, but, but see, I, I hear what you're saying, but that's the issue, right? So what people don't understand is like things are going to evolve over time, right? Particularly mm -hmm. like white supremacy and racism, right? Things yeah. aren't going to be the same. And what, you, and what people have to realize is that this is a forever war. 
and you're always going to have people trying to buck the system. They're always going to want to win. And we're just at a different point in time. Like the thing is that everything is the same. It's just evolved. And and we have to see it as from the 2021 eyes and not like a 1921 eyes. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And and that's that's what it is. So as far as people like, for one, I I don't believe in cancel culture, right? Um, But, and people fall into that trap of like, oh, it's the woke people and they're trying to cancel everything. And it's like, no, that's not what it's about. It's about people uh, not impinging on other people's rights as humans, right? Indeed, like yes. if, if, if someone wants to go live their life doing whatever, as long as it's not affecting anybody, I shouldn't have to go over there and be like, yo, don't act that way, right? Mm, mm. But what's happening is you have these people who are very traditional in values, right? And, or yes. not in values, but in their beliefs. Mm-hmm. But their beliefs are like 500 years old. <laughs> like, it's you got to change you know what yeah. i'm saying and, yeah. and so that's where we are we're in a time where change is happening and change is happening at a rapid pace because of social media right and because mm-hmm. of the internet because of access and connections to other people yes and so people just have and and going back to the the whole war thing right no one sees himself as the bad guy no one wants to be seen as wrong or on the mm-hmm. wrong side of history on from their perspective i'm right you know what i'm saying and when you question that they get all up in arms yeah. and that's just where we are. But here's the thing. We have to stay the course. We have to keep pushing so we can get what we want. And, I, and, and what we want is that everybody to be cool and everybody yeah. be good. That's what we want. You know what I'm saying? So we just got to keep fighting. Most definitely. The, the fight is most definitely not over. And I think in essence, a word which is bandied around quite frequently, equality, but a, a, a true equality where it's about right. people, it's not about a class system, it's not about necessarily the color of someone's skin, it's about, yo, are you a good person or are you a bad person? Look, I'm the, the only people I don't like are assholes. Mm. They don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, those yes. are the only people I'm not messing with, you know what I'm saying? And and, and, and that's cool. Like, if you just not mess with somebody because they're an asshole, cool. But when you start, like, oh, you, you're, you're not liking someone because of the way they look or whatever that has... They don't have like I can't you know I'm black yeah. right so mm-hmm. I didn't get to choose my skin color. This is it. You know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. why would someone hate me because of something I had no say in? But people do, and it's all based off ignorance, right? Yes. You know, so I, I'm not here for that. But I, and I, I'm doing my role and doing my part to change the narrative, change the culture. And we're making those those steps uh, as we're as we're discussing. We're making those steps, and okay. you know, checking out that hat you got on right there, Sivlin. You know, I, I recall um, a, a certain video that you um, put up <laughs> on the old Insta. Let's yeah. get into that, there, man. Yeah. So basically, what happened was uh, I was flying on, on Southwest Airlines. I'm rocking the FCK racism hat. Uh, now, by you, I I always bore. I'm an, I'm a A plus member, been A plus for like 10 years, right? So I board and the, the first like mm. what am I by number 2820, right? Yes. And and so I'm sitting on and I think I'm on at the time when I when I get on the flight, I'm on like row five. So I'm in okay. the very front of the plane, yes. right? So by the time you know C group is boarding, right? <laughs> These people are way in the back of the plane. <laughs> I guess someone, the one of the stewardess come, flight test comes, like, hey, you know, someone's upset about your hat, can't you take it off? I was like, what are they upset about? Like, your hat has an offensive word on it. I said, the only word on the hat is racism. 
I said, everything else is just a group of letters. And she was like, no, it's offensive because it insinuates. I like, look, I'm not doing this with you. So she goes off and she go calls some, some manager. He's like, hey, take the head off. I was like, no. So he leaves. Now he goes and calls the black guy. Cause I'm assuming maybe like the black guy is gonna be able to convince me to take the head off. So black dude comes on and like, hey man, someone's offended by your hat. I get it, but someone's offended. If someone's offended, you gotta take the hat off. I'm like, look, none of what you're saying is making sense. It's only some racist white person being racist right now. So I don't know what to tell you. So he's like, dog, can't, and, and I get where he's coming from. He's like, hey, can't just look, I'm just doing my job. I'm not trying to really start nothing. He's trying to pull me off the plane. So I'm like, look, if I take the head off and put it on my knee, is that cool? He's like, yeah. So at this point, I realized what the game is. Somebody on the plane, whether it was the stewardess who first questioned me or it was a passenger, the purpose of this game is to win. And by winning, they want the hat off my head, right? Cool. I know what the game is. So now my point of the game, I got to win. Like they're trying to win. Now I, you put me in the game. I didn't ask to be here. So I got to win now, right? So I already have everything planned out. Soon as we take off, I look, I know, because the flight's in like two hours. <laughs> There's no way they're going to like, we're going to get in the air. They're going to turn the plane back around over a hat. There's no, no way, diversions right? over a but, hat. <laughs> but if they did, so be it. Mm -hmm. So we get in the air right when it says, Ding, 10,000 miles. I'll put the hat back on and I wait. Now, where I'm sitting, I have, I'm sitting, I remember I'm row five. Mm -hmm. I have a direct line of sight to the flight attendant who asked me to take the hat off. So I put the hat back on and I look at her and she look at me and we looking at each other. And so now I'm waiting for them to come past, do the water thing, right? So she sends like the supervisor on the plane, hey, then the lady asked you to take the hat off. And I was like, look, man, I'm not dealing with this with the hat. I say, your whole, your whole uh, uh, logic is flawed. I say, look, someone's complaining about the hat, right? She's like, yeah. I say, look, I'm on row five facing forward. The only people who can see the hat is the lady sitting next to me, which was an African lady. And then there was another white lady who was, who was uh, uh, an ally. She was like, why are y'all bothering this black guy over a hat? And then on the other side was like a row of black people. These are only people who could possibly see the hat, right? Everybody else is like 30 rows back, fine. So I explained it to her, I was like, yo, why are you bothering about the hat? She says, okay, you got a good point. And she leaves me alone, right? So I'm like, cool. Plane lands, I get up and I was like, yo, whatever one of you racists complained about the hat, I said, you lost, cause I'm still wearing it. And I like, everybody kind of laughs or whatever. They opened the door, a flight attendant from the ground in Houston come, and I see her like, she, as soon as the door opens, <laughs> she peeks her head in, right? And then they point at me. And I was like, oh shit, something's about to happen. So everyone gets off the plane. As soon as I go from like being on the plane to like the little, uh, the catwalk yes. thing, that I was, I was one foot on the catwalk and a lady was like, sir, I need to speak to you. So I'm like, oh shit. They called someone went and called the manager. Yeah. So I get off. And then that's what the video I get off. And she's like, sir, why do you have the hat on? No, she said, sir, didn't they actually take the hat on? I was like, yeah. Well, why is it on your head? And I was like, I was like, look, I already told the lady what happened. And she's like, no, sir. 
it doesn't work that way. I was like, yes, it does work this way because I said so. I'm not dealing with y'all racism, lady. And I kind of walk off. In that moment, I realized I checked the bag and it was going to take a little bit of time. And, you know, I'm inquisitive. Mm-hmm. So I doubled back. And so and I said, hey, why are you cool with like this racism? And she kind of basically like, it's not racism. I'm offended. I was like, yo, you're offended by FCK racism? She said, it says... It has an offensive word on it. I say, what word? Racism? She's like, no. It says fuck. I say, lady, show me on this hat where it says fuck. And I swear to you, this was the most the most white fragility, whiteness thing anybody could have ever said in that moment. The lady looked at me with a straight face and said, I can sound it out. Oh. How do you sound out? It's You sound out FCK by saying FCK. Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? But that's really what it is. It, it was, it was, it was uh, white supremacy and white fragility. Well, I, I, I call it white mediocrity is what it is. Mm, um, I like that. Yeah, yeah, white mediocrity trying to win. Because think about it. If I take the hat off my head, the hat is still on still, the plane. Yes. Whether it's on my knee, my head, her knee, his knee, mm. it's still on the plane. So all you wanted to do was get the hat off my head. Power, and you lost power so. struggle that's what it is and, and why should this is the weirdest thing this is this is this is also a, a, an interesting one of sorts because you've got freedom of speech right. yeah so freedom to assemble freedom to demonstrate to protest so how are you supposed to be worried of not so much worried about how do you control other people's emotions you're looking at it the wrong way i'm gonna tell you as well everybody looks at this the wrong way you're looking at this from a logical standpoint and you're also looking at this as if white mediocrity sees everyone else as equal oh yes i know i know i know the game equal so Mm -hmm. it's not it's not a double in their mind it's not a double standard it's not hypocrisy they're just trying to win and in that moment because of the way white fragility works, right? If I'm offended in any way, yeah, 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 then we have to correct this. Yes. And that's yes. what they were trying to do. They were trying to correct their own opinion about something. They're like, nah, that's not how it works. It, it, this is the whole point. It's like your opinions and your sensibilities, your emotions are your own. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it has no effect on anybody else but your own. So nobody so, should be should be put under that those kind of restrictions. Like, well, wait a minute. The way you're so yeah, so that's why that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. That's mm. why I'm doing what I'm doing. We gotta we gotta keep on fighting that good fight, man. Yeah, Most yeah. definitely. And this and it, and it, see that's the thing is like when I say this, it's not like this is for everybody. Like racism in this this system literally hurts everybody because it's and now racism is definitely based on class right Mm -hmm. and if you're in the same class which the majority of everyone is if you're in the same uh economic class as minorities then you're affected like think about the people who are in the top part of percentage of the world like what two percent one whatever it is right yeah yeah what about everybody else? Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, man, I, I'm here. I'm fighting for everybody. You did. It, it look like you, that is just a hundred percent truth. Like we need to try and like look, look, look. Your your namesake, Michael Jackson, the man in the mirror, huh? Yeah. 
Jeez. Yo, shout out to Jack, Mike Jack, man. Uh, I was just watching the Moonwalker. Moonwalker is one of my favorite movies of all yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, I was going through my DVD, DVDs, right? Mm. I was going through some DVDs, and I and boom, it was just right there. Yes. And I was instantly, I was like, gotta watch it. I was on the, to. What I, I don't even remember what I was looking for. I saw, and it was the original. I don't have it with me right now, but I saw it, and I was like, gotta watch it. And, yeah, man. And it took me back to it took me back to my childhood for sure. <laughs> this is it and those those sounds those visuals man. do take yeah. you back to a time where life was a yeah. lot more simple man yeah 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 life was definitely more simple in that time but you know that's life though we have to evolve it's the mm-hmm. evolution mm. and uh we just got to keep getting better but this is the key this is the key and through most of the conversations i'm having of recent especially um, uh, throughout the start and then middle to the latter part so now we're kind of seeing the the apex through the trees kind of thing through the zombie apocalypse people are winning man people have said to themselves you know what you've put me in this crazy position i'm not gonna crumble mm-hmm. i'm i'm gonna do Agreed. something i'm gonna do something else i'm gonna you know i'm gonna try and do something else i'm gonna learn a new skill i'm gonna find a new interest a new hobby i'm gonna get fit i'm gonna you know i'm gonna do something with my time now well people you you had no other choice you had no other option than do that. You have to find a way. And that's the thing about people and humans. Like, we're going to find it. We're either going to sink or going to swim, you know, and the majority of us are going to swim, mm-hmm. but we have to figure out how to swim in whatever ocean we're in. You know what I'm saying? And I feel a lot of us, the majority of us have done that. We've been able to do that. Well, if we have the ability to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we've definitely done that. Uh, we've seen people's lives flip on going the other way, you know? Um, and it's just about that that moment in time and, and how you take advantage of it. The key is balance. Oh, 100%. That's one of my favorite words to use or, or for favorite uh, uh, um, sort of metaphors to use and analogies is, is, is based off balance. It, that it's, it's key. It's key. It's, it's being, it's also, we can also look at, you know, through self um, building and creation, self mastery, being self less and being selfish because we can't just be selfless all the time or we wouldn't get anything done for ourselves, innit? hundred percent. You know, because what, what happens what I tell people is, you know, we all have bandwidth, right? And it's what, how much bandwidth you can give out. Like for me, I, I don't like do a whole lot, but the things that I do require bandwidth. It requires an enormous amount, enormous amount of bandwidth. So for me, I may not like be doing like some construction or, you know, problem solving some engineering shit right but what i'm doing for me takes a lot and so i have to focus that energy and that bandwidth on certain tasks and and you know and and that's for me i don't want to give too much because i need it i can't give too much away to these other people then how am i get my job and get my work done you know you have to balance it thanks thanks so as we wind this build down i know you got other things to do sibling um and we'll definitely arrange a part two um, definitely want to do a part two. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, man. We got a lot to cover, man. We got a lot to cover. Um, a quick snapshot into the next six months for the truth. Mm-hmm. What what we what what we got in the works outside of the match? Well, we, you know, we're definitely looking to get back into the cage, get back to the to, to the UFC, get back to fighting. Uh, we had some hiccups. We were supposed to get back in there in January. Um, out in Flight Island, Abu Dhabi. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just real quick. Some things can happen as far as these issues. Then the fight got moved to May. 
Uh, but then my opponent, Dean Barry, he had some visa issues coming over here with the lockdown and everything. Um, and all in that time, I had some nagging injuries kind of flare up. Um, so it was really a moment of reflection, like, yo, what are we going to do here? We're going to get better. We're going to call it quits. What are we going to do? Yeah. Um, but finding out it, it wasn't as severe as, as expected. Okay. Um, and finding out that that Dean does now, he, he has his visa and he's able to come to the country. Um, I'm hoping we can get back in there in the next few months. I actually, I need to, to reach out to Shine uh, today or tomorrow, somewhere pretty soon, mm -hmm. just to see what his status is, because uh, he and I spoke um, at the Houston card, uh, and he asked me, you know, what's going on, and I explained it to him. He's like, you know, let me know. Um, but this was prior to Dean, yes. you know, getting his visa. Uh, so we're I'm going to talk, you know, reach back out to him just to see where that where that lies, and uh, hopefully. Um, in the next two to three months, I'm back in that thing. Yeah, man. Hey, when, when as soon as they announced the Houston card, I was thinking to myself, is 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 the truth going to be on this year card? Man, I mean, you know, that would have been. But here's the thing. I'm. You know what? I'm. Gonna, I'm gonna reach out because I think they're coming back to Houston. I think. You know what? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna. Do, do, I'm, gonna yes. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna throw that. I'm gonna throw because we didn't really have anybody on the Houston. We had um, my guy Matt Schnell, who is. Yes. Uh, uh, um, you know, he's from Louisiana. He's out here now. Um, he was on the card but we had no like real houston guy on the card you know uh we would have liked to see like adrian yanez yeah um, on there but uh you know the next one you know hopefully we get back on the next one fingers and toes crossed man and and just to encapsulate that element of it what was it like having fans back in the h for that event so it, it, it was it was a it was a cool experience i will say um now man dude there was so many fights in the crowd <laughs> that was a crazy day like people was really to get out there uh well, <laughs> shout out to my guy colin Cantrell. colin is the the old legacy fights ring announcer um he himself got into a brawl wow and the thing so it was funny because uh i remember seeing a brawl where i was sitting across in the stand right and so I'm like, oh, these motherfuckers really out here fighting. And then literally as that brawl was like being ended or dispersed, I get a DM from a guy and was like, yo, Kyle was just like in a in a fight in the in his, you know, with the crowd, blah, blah, blah. But he didn't really give like specific. He was like, yo, you do just got in a fight. <laughs> so in that moment, as this fight across is just ending, I'm thinking, that, and I was like, wait, Kyle was just right. Cause I'm like, listen, we're in my section, I'm in right, I'm in row two. Colin is row three. I was like, I look, he was just right here. How did he get on the other side of the arena so quickly and then get into a fight? So I'm trying to figure out what's going on. And then Colin's son, who was sitting with this in the, in the same section, he comes. Now, I've never met him. This is the son I had met. So he's like, hey, are you Mike Jackson? And I was like, yeah, he's like, I'm Colin's son. He just got to a, I was like, wait, the fight over there? He's like, no, a fight over here. I was like, wait, how many fights is it? <laughs> So apparently, here's a story. There was a guy in the bathroom. He was kind of a, a aggressive with the woman. Um, Colin sees it. He comes and tries to, you know, break it up or whatever, which he does. The guy goes on, you know, he finally dispersed, goes on his way. Well, you know, time, maybe 30 minutes, an hour, whatever passes. The guy comes back. Colin's looking. He sees the guy coming back. But now the guy has, which or finds out it's his father. So the guy and his dad are coming out. Where Colin is from, Colin, he, he's from Huntsville. Well, he, he grew up in Huntsville, Texas. And he started a, 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 
a team called Death Row MMA. <laughs> now the ring that it has symbolism because in Huntsville, Texas, it's where the 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 big Texas prison system is. Yes, and that's where everybody goes to die. Mm. So it makes sense where they would call it Death Row MMA in Huntsville, right? Yes. So knowing who Kyle is, and I know his fight, I know his fight. He loves the street fight. He was just telling me about it. he beat up some dude in a gas station, like some road rage incident, like a year ago, right? So he loves street fights. <laughs> so he's he now he's telling me he said, so I'm looking at the guy and his dad approaches, and I like, oh man, I know it's gonna happen. So they walk up to him, and he's like, you know, who are you? This is my son or whatever. And the guy's like, look, look, none of that matters. Did he tell you he was doing that young lady in the bathroom? And the dude, ah, oh, it doesn't matter. So they going so fine now. Colin is he's cool in a moment, but fine. He's like, look, because again, so just to give you an, uh, also who Colin is. Not only was a ring announcer, he, he was a fighter back in the day at Death Row MMA. He actually fought Eve Edwards back wow. in the day, right? Okay. So he looks at the guy and he's like, look, or the guy. It was him and his son. He's like, look, I'll fuck you up and I'll fuck you up if this is what y'all want to do. Well, you got the, you got Colin who's a who's a street fighter. And then you got these two dudes who are drunk. Well, what's going on? Mm. Colin doesn't really want to punch the guys, so he basically, like, takes them down. He got knee on belly. He's kind of, like, choking him, you know, putting his hand on his throat. Well, there's another former fighter who was in the area named Patrick Hutton. He used to box and stuff like that. He sees all this. Now, Colin's thing, I know Patrick is here. I just saw him. He's That's my boy. He's going to help me, right? So as Colin's right, like riding, uh, knee riding this guy, <laughs> this dude comes over here and is just punching Colin in the side of the head. So Colin's like, yo, where's Patrick Hutton right now? <laughs> so finally, Patrick sees what's happening and he goes and grabs the guy and puts him in a rear naked choke. All right. So now he's not like fully choking him, but he's mm. like restraining him. Yeah. Patrick is one of the nicest, sweetest men I've ever known. I've been knowing him for years, right? So Patrick has him in the chokehold. He says, Patrick recently he whispers to him. He's like, "Hey, hey, you cool? You calm? I'm a, all right, you got you got to you got to be calm. I'm gonna let you go. If you be calm, I'm gonna let you go." So he was like, "All right, I'm calm." Patrick, now this is a street fight. <laughs> Patrick lets him go. The dude immediately goes and soccer kicks Colin in the head. And we're like, bro, why would you let him go in a street fight? Anyway, finally he gets him. They Patrick gets him again, and you know, then the cops come. But it's like, what is going on here, right? In a street fight. But it was it was cool, and I know it's a long story, but it was cool <laughs> having Houston fans back. Yeah, man. But we need less street fight. We need less barbells out here, man. But uh, it, it was a that was a wild night. But all of that said. It was dope having uh, the fans back in the arenas. I'm shoot. I'm over here doing like the the, the Fury cards. Um, we had like Dana White looking for a fighter like the mm. following day, um, and to have you know these fans in attendance, you know, supporting these guys, man, it, it's a beautiful thing. Proper, love to hear it. Love to hear it. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? I've I've said this. I've said this when I was talking to Din. Um, I still kind of like, I like both. Obviously, all I've known is, 
I love no fans. Yeah, man. I love no fans. I ain't gonna lie. I love no fans, but I get it. I get yes. it. Gotta sell tickets. Gotta put butts to seats. Definitely, man. Definitely. So very lastly, um, throughout all your socials, man, how can people get in contact with you and stuff? Man, of course, you can follow me on all the social media, Twitter, Instagram. is at the Truth Jackson. I'm on Facebook at Mike the Truth Jackson. Uh, the website is MikeTheTruth.com. And, and I'm shouting out, make sure you follow me on Instagram, too, at Shits and Giggles Brand. That's where the new apparel line is going to be dropping here um, in the next couple of months. And it's going to be fire. Perfect. I'll make sure I'll put links below in the description. Make sure you go over there and follow Mike. <laughs> he's, he's an interesting you character. Ready? You ready? You yeah, ready? man. <laughs> I'm a, you know, I'm a different guy, man. I'm in a, I'm in a great space. Like yes. everything that I've been able to do, uh, I've been able to use my personality in, in this space. And it's been at the right place, right time, knowing the right people. Um, and I've just been able to capitalize off the opportunities. Definitely. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and most definitely share. Like I've been living a lie It's beautiful, huh? The way I can keep it inside I'm settled in somebody's dream Seeing through one of his eyes Pieces of somebody's mind Pictures of thoughts in the frame I stand alone in the dark now Saddened and crippled in shame I loaded my pistol in pain Cock it and clicked in the pain Woke in the sweat, feeling the death Creates an eclipse in the brain Sometimes I think I'm insane I hear the voice when I'm asleep Whispers my name again and again It's what she's singing to me Wanna cry? We kiss in the rain. She's speaking to me once again. Hymns in my ear, but this isn't clear. I listen, but nothing's explained. This is a lie. I'm feeling inside. I still often drift when I drive. The tears that left burns on my cheeks. Emotionless mirrors with eyes staring me down. A view of the soul, the heart of a woman is cold. My conscience is weak. She making me weak. The only love I've ever known has left me alone. And I'm dying inside, the only thing left is my pride The pain that you hear in my rhyme But happiness I never find, it's all in my mind All in my mind
failed at something. I honestly believe that. It was looking at us from outside, you think we take better care of our hearts. I died when you did mentally. Spiritually, I'm numb, I feel nothing. The voices in my head are screaming louder than my lips. All the words I should have said are slipping through my fingertips. Endeavor have died.